the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You know, it's nice to do things for people, do favors, help them out of a tough situation. You'd like to get a little appreciation for that. You would like not to be uh, criticized for it. Uh, You would like not to be excoriated for it. So I wonder how Ohio Senator Rob Portman feels now that he joined with with 10 other Senate Republican turncoats and bailed out the Democratic Party. I've talked at times this week about the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling is this basically phony limit on spending in Washington. Does it feel to you like we have a limit on spending? We spend a couple trillion here for COVID relief and a couple trillion more and then a trillion for infrastructure and then we need three and a half trillion more for human infrastructure. And Do we ever say, I'm sorry, sorry, we've exceeded our budget and we have to stop spending? No, we never do that. And so the debt ceiling is something that the Democratic Party was hemmed in by on their efforts to get this $3.5 trillion spending boondoggle through Congress. And the Republicans' position on this was, we don't want you spending $3.5 trillion. Why would we give you the ability to do it by joining with you in raising the debt ceiling? If you want to raise the debt ceiling, you can do it via Budget reconciliation, which is, again, not reconciliation at all. It's the antithesis of reconciliation. It is, we're going to do it with an all-party line vote and get no help from you. And the Republicans wanted the Democrats to have to do it that way. Number one, to eat up one of their two annual uses of reconciliation. And number two, to make them own it when they do force through whatever spending package they force through. Their fingerprints will be all over it. There will not be a single Republican fingerprint on it. They will lie, of course, and tell you that there were, but there won't be until yesterday when Rob Portman really chose to, I mean, Rob Portman now, he's like the freest bird out there. He can do whatever he wants to do because he doesn't have to worry about running for re-election a year and a month from now. So he's going to stick it to you, Ohio by trying to establish what? Some kind of a legacy as a bipartisan good guy? Stupid. But that's what he's doing, and we can't stop him. So Portman joins with the Senate Democrats and enables them to spend money on a bunch of wasteful programs, green initiatives, just egregious wastes of money. 
And so you would think when Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer got to the podium, he would have taken some time to thank Republicans for helping him. But no, because he's a Democrat, so Schumer can't lie if his mouth, he can't not lie if his mouth is moving. But not lying and just ripping on the people who just gave you cover for doing what you could have done anyway without their help. I mean, I'm just amazed by what I heard. Now, Mr. President, in a few moments, the Senate will pass an extension of the debt limit through early December, avoiding a first-ever Republican-manufactured default on the national debt. On Monday morning, I said we needed to pass a bill to address the debt limit by the end of the week, and that is exactly what we did. Republicans played a dangerous and risky partisan game, and I am glad that their brinksmanship did not work. For the good of America's families, for the good of our economy, Republicans must recognize in the future they should, that they should approach fixing the debt limit in a bipartisan way. Okay, now, if you are offended by that, you're not alone. Because sitting behind Chuck Schumer while this was going on was Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Manchin and Kristen Sinema of Arizona are the two who are in the way of Schumer spending the $3.5 trillion that he wants to spend, that AOC wants to spend, that Biden wants to spend. See, Biden thinks if he spends enough money that he will emerge from history as some kind of FDR-LBJ hybrid. Even though you and I both know, no matter how skilled you are at the word jumble, you cannot take FDR and LBJ and spell smart, (laughs) um, insightful. Instead, uh, you probably can't take it and spell moron either, but you get a lot closer. So Joe Biden with barely a majority, by the narrowest of margins, the tie-breaking vote of Kamala Harris, thinks that he should be able to ram through in the Senate everything that Lyndon Johnson rammed through in the aftermath of the assassination of JFK. When Lyndon Johnson had, did he have 50 senators who were Democrats? No, he did not have 50. Did he have 60 senators who were Democrats, who gave him a filibuster-proof majority. No, he did not have 60. Do you know how many Democratic senators Lyndon Johnson had when he rammed through the Great Society? 67. Lyndon Johnson had a mandate Joe Biden dreams delusionally of having. Lyndon Johnson had 295 of 435 House members. He could do whatever he wanted. And he had a mandate at least to do it, much as he has ruined our country by establishing the entitlement programs that never go away and only escalate. So Joe Manchin is sitting there behind Chuck Schumer as Chuck Schumer is ripping on Republicans. And Manchin is like incredulous at this. He's literally, not figuratively, literally, covers his face with his hands. Like, I can't believe what I'm hearing. 
and he starts talking to somebody like agitatedly off camera, like, what is he doing? And then Schumer continued. And as he continued saying this, Manchin stood up and walked out. Leader McConnell and Senate Republicans insisted they wanted a solution to the debt ceiling, but said Democrats must raise it alone by going through a drawn-out, convoluted, and risky reconciliation process. That was simply unacceptable to my caucus. And yesterday, Senate Republicans finally realized that their obstruction was not going to work. I thank, very much thank, my Democratic colleagues for our showing our unity in solving this Republican-manufactured crisis. Despite immense opposition from Leader McConnell and members of his conference, our caucus held together, and we've pulled our country back from the cliff's edge that Republicans tried to push us over. This is like saving someone's life, pulling them away from shark-infested waters, and then they push you in to feed the shark. What Chuck Schumer did. So I would hope that even a dope like Rob Portman would never help Chuck Schumer do anything he wants to do again. And maybe this will come back to haunt him. As I say, they always overplay their hand. Maybe this will come back to haunt him. If he needs any help at all, at the very least, maybe it's emboldened Joe Manchin to say, I'm not giving you anything, bud. Now, I'm sad to report, sad to report that the shenanigans that you saw on uh, social media on Saturday night of former Ohio State coach Urban Meyer and a blonde woman, not his wife, in a bar has led to a very unfortunate outcome. No, not divorce. It has resulted in Urban Meyer's wife, Shelly, ending her Twitter account. Aaron, did you see this? No more Shelly Meyer on Twitter. No more Spinner Shells on Twitter. I think she'll be back. No, see, now that's the Twitter poll of the day, which is uh, eliciting a spirited response on the Bruce Hooley Twitter account. I asked, what is more likely to happen first? Urban Meyer's return to college coaching or Shelly Meyer's return to Twitter? We have uh, going on 200 votes. What do you think the breakdown is at this point? Oh, well, I'm percentages. I'm team Spinner Shell's coming back. Yeah. So uh, eight to uh, five to one, like uh, 80%. 65% say Shelly will return to Twitter. 35% say Urban will return to coaching. Wow. I tend to think it is. Uh, Actually, you know, 70-30 maybe. Might be about right. So Shelly Meyer was on Twitter on Saturday night while Urban was in the bar with the blonde dancing uh, uncomfortably and, uh, well, I'll just stop there, uncomfortably close to him. And uh, she's been tweeting since, and she posted a final tweet last night that said, this will be my last post on Twitter. Frankly, I don't need the hate, vitriol, slander, trash, that will uh, at me, which means be sent to her. She says, this has never stopped anyway. She said, we all make mistakes. We are all sinners. If you think you aren't, then cast the first stone. Well, there are many who think they aren't. As you well know, they cast lots of stones. Um, 
again, I feel terrible for her in this because her husband put her in a very bad situation. They're grown kids in a very bad situation. Uh, she does not deserve that. She happened to be tweeting on Saturday night when people were tweeting at her. She's like, I'm home with the grandkids. Like, what's going on? So uh, she's left Twitter for the moment. She's still on Instagram, but she hasn't posted on Instagram in quite some time. So uh, that's uh, where we sit with that. Urban and his squad desperately need a win to get the headlines to be about something else. They play the Tennessee Titans this week, uh, who is also our coach by someone with uh, Ohio State blood in his background. They are coached by Mike Vrabel. Uh, so that's the latest on the whole Urban Meyer situation, and we'll see how that one uh, shakes out. Hey, guess who's back conducting her agenda-filled effort to get Allison Russo elected as the congressional representative from District 15. It's our old friend Haley B. Miller of the Columbus Dispatch. I sure hope Haley's getting a lot of extra freelance income from the Russo campaign for all her hard work to disparage Mike Carey. Uh, today's story says... Fifth congressional, fifth, it's 15th congressional district candidate Mike Carey stays quiet on ties to Trump advisor accused of sexual harassment. Mm. Wow, this Mike Carey, he must really be an awful person, according to Haley V. Miller. Uh, she says the GOP candidate for Ohio's 15th congressional district is mum on his ties to a longtime advisor to Donald Trump. After that advisor was accused last week of sexually harassing a prominent Trump donor. Okay, so this story is about Corey Lewandowski. Corey Lewandowski was Trump's campaign manager for a short time. And Lewandowski uh, has said before that he's friends with Mike Carey and that he supported Carey. In fact, he was the guy who I, I have no doubt helped link Carey to Trump and have and helped Carey get Trump's endorsement. All true. What if, what if we applied... Haley B. Miller's logic here on what she deems fair criticism of Mike Carey, friends with Corey Lewandowski, Lewandowski accused, not convicted, accused of sexual assault. And that makes Mike Carey a bad guy. That makes Mike Carey a guy you shouldn't vote for. That's clearly the uh, agenda behind Haley B. Miller's latest hit piece on a Republican politician. But what if we apply that same logic to say, other prominent people in central Ohio. For instance, she says uh, in the headline, if she wrote it or not, but this is the headline, Mike Carey stays quiet on ties to Trump advisor accused of sexual harassment. Okay, so I didn't see any headlines this week where Joey Kaufman or Bill Rabinowitz, who cover Ohio State football for the dispatch, I don't think they asked Ryan Day about Urban Meyer's behavior in a bar with a woman who was not his wife. Did I miss the headline on BuckeyeExtra.com? Ryan Day stays quiet on ties to former coach Urban Meyer accused of inappropriate behavior with woman, not his wife. Does this mean Ryan Day is... Guilty of the same behavior? Because that's the clear insinuation here. That's a ridiculous, ridiculous 
connection to make. Ryan Day is no more responsible for Urban Meyer's behavior anywhere because Urban endorsed him as the next head football coach at Ohio State. That would be ludicrous. And if you asked Bill Rabinowitz or Joey Kaufman to ask that question of Ryan Day, I can't imagine how white with terror Bill Rabinowitz and Joey Kaufman would turn because they would be asked to do a ridiculous hoop-jumping exercise to satisfy someone's agenda down at 34 South 3rd Street. Of course, no one would hold Ryan Day responsible for what Urban Meyer did. You'd have to be stupid to do that. Ah, but when it comes to Mike Carey, yes. Now you tell me, who's closer? Corey Lewandowski closer to Mike Carey or Urban Meyer closer to Ryan Day? That's not even close. Urban Meyer is much closer to Ryan Day than Corey Lewandowski is to Mike Carey. Not even close. But it's a stupid association. It's a stupid, indefensible, agenda-driven, partisan attack. The latest of many from Haley B. Miller toward Mike Carey. Now, is Haley B. Miller going to call me? No. She don't want to come on this air because she'd get embarrassed. She knows she has an indefensible position. You know what she's going to do? I'll tell you what she's going to do. She's going to do something really mature like block me on Twitter. (laughs) I know her game because I was a print reporter for 20-plus years. Uh, This is embarrassing. Hey, Alan Miller, this is embarrassing. I don't know if Haley B. Miller, B.E. Miller, and Alan Miller are in any ways tied other than she works on the staff that he supervises at the dispatch. But if you work at the dispatch, if you're Daryl Rowland and you purport to write down the middle on politics, if you're not embarrassed by this, if you're anybody down there who draws a paycheck from whatever leftist company owns the dispatch now, and you look at this and you say, you embarrassed the whole staff. Like, I don't want to be tied to this nonsense. Like, why doesn't Haley B. Miller just take a leave of absence and go work directly for Allison Russo's campaign? That would have some honor to it. That would be the way she should do it. Instead, she just, she, she says to herself, well, I can be more effective here purportedly as a down-the-middle observer of it. Yes, but you're not fooling me, and I hope you're not fooling anyone else who is out there. But sadly, you probably are. Now, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, he's got to be above reproach, right? He's targeting parents for threats against school boards. Um, Shockingly enough, Merrick Garland's son-in-law is the... uh, co-founder of an education company funded by Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg that employs critical race theory in its work. Oh, isn't that amazing? Yes, Rebecca Garland, Merrick Garland's daughter, is married to Zan Tanner, the co-founder of Panorama Education, a company that collects social and emotional data from students in grades K through 12, and they push critical race theory and a bunch of other nonsense 
So what do you know? The top law enforcement officer in the United States of America, his his daughter's husband is going to benefit from this targeting of parents for voicing their opinion at school board meetings. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.